Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Greetings everyone. Happy new month of February. God bless you. This is Fred Alexander Oyola, the pastor here at Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. Welcome to our podcast channel right here on Anchor FM. This is where we put all our sermons, our encouragements, our interviews, Karibuni Sana. May the Lord bless this new month for you. Some quick announcements as usual. We have our Bible reading plan on our social media handles. We hope that you're reading the Bible. If you have an opportunity, read God's word. Read it intensely this year. May the Lord bless you as you read. We began our plug-in, Mizizi, today. Only two more weeks if you want to join us. God bless you as well. I hope that um, the month has begun well for you. This month, we are taking time to look at relationships, marriage. We are going to look at the book of the Song of King Solomon. It is the raunchiest and the sexiest book in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it gives us an opportunity to talk about relationships. Something we in the church struggle to talk about a lot. We'll see it content, its content and hope that the Lord will do something new in our hearts as concerns our relationships and our marriages. We're going to be looking at the story of King Solomon, his bride, and all this from courtship to marriage and beyond. The book has been broken down as follows. Song, Song of Solomon 1 to 4 talks about the wedding day, courtship and engagement. Chapter 5 to 7 talks about their marriage years including the troubled times and chapter 8 talks about the power of love in marriage. In marriage. Believe it or not, it has been said that many have simply refused to read the book because of its raunchy and very ex- explicit description of the sexual relationship between the man and the woman. And some, number two, have assumed that it is a book simply describing the relationship between God and his nation Israel, or those that believe in him, and then that's it. Hmm. I think both forget that Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 tells us that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for rebuke, for correction and for training in righteousness, that the men of God, the men and women of God, may be complete and equipped for every good work. So this means that the Song of Songs, the Song of Solomon, is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So that all of us, men and women of God, may be complete and equipped for every good work. This then means that we have to read the book both as a relationships manual with all its explicit sexual connotations, including seeing it as the love guide to our relationship with the God of heaven. It is a collection of poems, songs, describing the different aspects of the relationship between the man and the woman in the book. The man and the woman in the book take us through their wedding day, courtship, engagement, their troubled times. They praise each other and finally they talk about the love between them. It is believed that the man, like we said, is King Solomon, while the woman is a Shulamite woman. There's other characters in the book as well. Then... Um, there is the young woman of Jerusalem and the young woman's brothers. We're going to begin looking at the book by looking at their singlehood. The singlehood of the couple. It is spoken about in the book and we'll look at that in a few. Believe it or not, in 2016, WHO declared being single a disability. 
They based the disability on the fact that single men and women who want to have their own children are unable to do so because they can't find a suitable sexual partner. One of the most frowned upon statuses today in our culture is a single status. Most organizations will hire based on whether you are married or not. That's true. Even here in church, we tend to look at the married, especially the pastor who's more qualified, who's, more, who's married, as more qualified than the single. It's true. It's, it's just true. Our family members, you, you guys know this very well, that are married are more respected than their single counterparts. Now just imagine the societal pressure on the single as a group. Is that really how it's supposed to be? Yeah, I don't think so. This diagnosis is very unfair because what will you say then of the widows and the widowers? What about the divorced? They're also single. So are they disabled because of what life has thrown their way? I don't think so. <clears throat> God tells us that on the sixth day, he created man and then exclaimed that it was good. God announced that his creation who was single was excellent and complete. Number two, God's utterance in chapter two of Genesis that it is not good for man to be alone is in no way an attack on singlehood, but a fact of completeness in us. Where God was indicating the fact that each of the sexes, male and female, are incomplete without each other. God created men and women to fully complement each other. And the institution of marriage is where they can fully carry this out. This trumps the homosexuality agenda to its core because God never made the male and male or female and female. He made the male and female and they cannot do without each other. Number three, God was also not saying that the man was lonely and so needed someone to help with his loneliness. He was addressing the man's aloneness. There's a difference between being lonely and alone. Does this mean you cannot remain single? Yes, we can. Come on. But it must be from a, uh, from a directive of God. Celibacy. 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 Celibacy is actually a gift of the Holy Spirit. We said this last month. It is the ability to enjoy being single and maintain sexual self-control as we are shown in 1 Corinthians 7, 7 to 9. Does this also mean that we are all meant to get married? No. But we must glorify God with our singlehood. The Song of Solomon then has numerous verses that are of encouragement to the single. On singlehood, it has numerous verses. Let's begin at Song of Solomon chapter 1 verse 5 and 6 and chapter 2 verse 1. This is what the Shulamite is saying. Dark I am, yet lovely. Daughters of Jerusalem, dark like the tents of Kedar, like the tent curtains of Solomon. Do not stare at me because I am dark, because I am darkened by the sun. My mother's sons were angry with me and made me take care of the vineyards. My own vineyard I had, I had to neglect. Verse two, uh, chapter 2 verse 1 says, I am a rose of Sharon. A lily of the valleys. Here, the young woman, the Shulamite, is telling us that she doesn't fully understand God's complete and excellent creation of her. She speaks of darkness before loveliness. She doesn't see the beauty in her darkness, acknowledges the bad stares from strangers because of her darkness, gives the reason as to why she's dark and turned, and then goes ahead to compare herself to the common rose of Sharon and the common lily in the valleys of the nation of Israel. They were common in the land. When God made her, he delighted in her. So why can't she delight in the very creation of God that is herself? In chapter 2, she actually gets affirmation from King Solomon on her beauty. So single person, is that your testimony? That you cannot see the loveliness that God created 
but you can see just the darkness. The elements of yourself that according to you are not lovely. If you dwell on them, oh, you're going to have such dark days on earth. Begin to delight in the creation that God created, that God looked at and said was good. The more you delight, the more you'll see the loveliness that exists. The more you'll see the beauty, the more you'll see, young man, the handsomeness in you, the created of God. Let's look at Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 7, verse 3, chapter 3, verse 5, and chapter 8, verse 4. Song of Solomon 2, verse 7, chapter 3, verse 5, and verse 8, chapter 8, verse 4. The Shilomite says, Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the doors of the field. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. The Shulamite strictly warns her friends as she she's experiencing the intense love with her king that they are not to arouse any feelings of love until the time is right. It is a problem when you begin to date or are courting and are experience, exposing yourself to strong sexual desires before the time is right. What time is this? You're talking about Mjungaji. The only time strong sexual desires and expression is allowed is in the confines of marriage. If you're not ready for the commitment of marriage, single person do not arouse or awaken love. It will burn you. If you allow the strong sexual feelings, strong sexual desires to override commitment, you're doomed to fail. If you allow strong sexual desires to go hand in hand with commitment, your relationship will thrive. Choose today. Number three, Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 15 says, Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. It has been said that, there is, uh, that this verse, um, this verse's author is unknown. We don't know him or her or them or they. <laughs> some say it is a Shulamite, while some say it is her friend. We don't know. Either way, it points to the notion that the vineyard of the lovebirds could be in trouble. This portion of the song points to their time of courtship. It is interesting that even as they courted or dated, the point of looking after their relationship was made. Before marriage, it is important for those dating to know that the little foxes that could mess up their vineyard are there and they are to be looked at. These are also to be addressed keenly in the marriage but are not limited to the following. Lack of communication due to anger and resolve conflict and forgiveness, temper, strife, and unchargeable judgments. Another fox, neglect of each other. Another fox, busyness due to work, selfishness, addictions like football, gaming, TV, shopping, pleasures like hanging out with friends, chama, hmm? chamas, the car repair, social media, you know, um, business. Another fox, pride, where you have to win every argument. That's pride. Another fox, financial pressures as a result of envy, comparisons, or materialism. Another fox, malice. Another fox, artifongs. Fox, <laughs> being easily offended. That's a fox. Another fox, having an anti-Christian culture or just being worldly. Another fox, filthy communication. This one is a as a result of negative media influences that breeds immorality and perversion. Another fox, adultery which is emotional and physical and points to a carnal issue that is lust. And another fox that we always overlook, children. Mm. 
The little foxes must be caught by both the king and the Shulamite. They each must help in catching their own foxes and the other's foxes. Ignoring the foxes while you're dating is recipe for disaster. The more they are addressed, the better the marriage vineyard will be later. Get your parents to help you sort through the foxes. Get a mentor couple or better still, get a mchungaji buwana to help in this. Catch the little foxes before they ruin your vineyard. Hmm. Number four, let's look at Song of Solomon chapter 4 verse 12. This is what King Solomon says. You are a garden locked up, my sister, the Shulamite, my bride. You are a spring enclosed, a sealed fountain. This verse mentioned by King Solomon to the Shulamite points to her virginity. He compares her to a garden that signifies how privately and well kept she has been. She is as rare as a spring and a fountain that are both enclosed and sealed, meaning they've never been used. Virginity is a virtue so lost in our times today that its mention brings a lot of regret and disappointment in many of us. God still demands that we honor him fully with our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 12-20 says the following, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say food for the stomach and stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. By this power, by his power, God raised the Lord from the dead and will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he unites himself with a prostitute is one with high body? It is said the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against her own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Virginity is a sign that one understands that their body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And engaging in immoral acts will pollute it. It can begin today as well. Make the decision and honor God. But pastor, come on. How do I stay pure? Psalms 19 verse 9. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? The writer asks. By living according to God's word. Mm. It's that simple. When you obey God's word, we stay on the path of purity. Thereby we honor God with our bodies. Mm. Finally, Song of Solomon chapter 8, verse 8 to 10 says the following. We have a little sister and her breasts are not yet grown. What shall we do for our sister on the day she is spoken for? If she is a wall, we'll build towers of silver on her. If she is a door, we'll enclose her with panels of cedar. I am a wall and my breasts are like towers. Thus I have become in his eyes like one bringing contentment. Here we have the brothers chipping in into the song by asking about their role in their bringing of their little sister. They simply say that if she's as fortified, strong and stable as a wall, they'll praise her. But if not, they'll not even let her loose into a marriage. Parents, older relatives and siblings are being spoken to here. It's our responsibility to help our little brothers and sisters in their upbringing by leading and training them well. We should never wait till they're acting up in the teenage years to begin engaging. Engage them, the children, now, when they are the age of molding, so it will be easier later on 
so that they'd also have the testimony of the stable wall, like the Shulamite. To the young man and woman, the more upright and stable you are, the more your partner, even while dating, is at peace and content with you. Part of this stability involves not only choosing the right path, but the right company of friends. All through the book, we see the young daughters of Jerusalem constantly encouraging the love between the king and the Shulamite, and even helping them out during their troubled times. Choose your singlehood, singlehood company well. Tafadali. So God's charge to the singles is, number one, he made you complete. He was so impressed when he finished creating you and gave you dominion over the earth and everything in it, including the world and every of its doctrine. Do not allow its doctrine to overwhelm you in looking for beauty. Hey, come on. Number two, don't arouse or awaken love until it is the right time, until you can commit to the feelings of love. Don't arouse or awaken it. This will save you heartache and waste. Know the foxes in your vineyard, and in case you're dating, no one tackle them together. Number four, stay a virgin till marriage, and in case you've messed up, start today so that you can honor God. Finally, make sure your character is built on the foundation, good foundation of God's word. This will do you very well, not just now, but in your future. Single person, God created you. Act like it, live like it, and you will live a beautiful life. You may have issues, trouble may come, but if you live according to God's word, everything will be fine. God bless you. See you next week. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.